NotFest.com presents Talk To Me. With over 300 interviews under his belt and six years running, your host Joshua Toomey interviews metal and rock's heaviest hitters. Follow the show at Talk To Me Talk. Here's your host, Joshua Toomey. Hi guys, let's welcome Chad Ruling from Legend for the Fallen Dreams. Man, how you been? Doing good, brother. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Anytime, anytime. Always great to have you around, man. Uh, we, we were talking a little Blackcraft Cult uh, as we were getting ready, man. What, what, what a great company and just so much good stuff uh, that they have out there. Yeah, man. Uh, the inventory is massive. They've, like, fans from metal and everything. Have, you know, we've always tried to, like, find a, a clothing line that, like, kind of... Um, you know, just sticks with us, right? So everyone would always flock to Hot Topic for the latest band shirts. Either that or you go on the website. But Black Crafts made it like a thing where it's just part of the culture now. And, dude, you see it everywhere. Concerts. Uh, I was in the gas station the other day, and I was wearing one of the hoodies, and uh, uh, the clerk was like, that's a sick Black Craft hoodie. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, man. I was uh, I was telling you, I met the the founder of Black Craft at Louder Than Life, and my wife's there, and, and I'm like, we have to go talk to him. I mean, your entire yeah. wardrobe is Blackcraft. You know, let's go, <laughs> let's go chat it up with him. And uh, you know, I talked to him for a few minutes and made sure to re- like they they released a uh, they bought a hearse the other day. Oh or wow! Something. And uh, I was like, I was like, babe, what do you think you uh, you bought on that? Do you think you bought the tires at least? <laughs> yeah, easily the exhaust, everything. Right. They owe, they owe you a piece of it. <laughs> right. Yeah, they got to give me a ride in it somewhere. <laughs> Uh, let's talk a little bit about the new uh, the new song here, Pagan Prayer, man. Tell me about it. Um, this was uh, I did it with Josh Schroeder, who's who's a good buddy of mine. I've been working with him since um, early two thousands. He was in this band called Besieged. Uh, so I've known Josh since probably two thousand two, two thousand three. Um, and he did he did um, uh, the Legend record, The Pale Horse. He did the last for the fall or the last two for the Fallen Dreams records. Um, and he, I asked him to do a song and I kind of just went in there and we just winged it, man. We just kind of, uh, there was no plan. Like he had a bunch of just random riffs sitting around and, um, I went in on maybe like a Saturday, like 10 AM and we kind of just put the pieces together from, from right there from scratch. Same with like the lyrics and everything. And he's like, well, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to sing about? I was like, well, I don't know, man, Halloween's coming up. So let's, uh, let's do some devil shit. Let's talk about some, some some witches and, and some devil shit. So that, that's what we did, man. It was, it was fun. It was a little, it was a little different, you know? Um, but yeah, it was, it was a blast all around to work with my buddy, Josh. It's always good to go into a song and say, let's talk about some devil shit. Yeah. Just some devil shit. Man. <laughs> let's just have fun with it. You know I mean? I feel like you can't take yourself too seriously, right? You just got to go have fun. We're like, dude, you know, I got some cool little one liners I, I, I had sitting around and I was like, Oh, this is sick. Let's just, you know, Let's just mold this into a whole weird witchy song, man. And it worked out. It was it was really cool. So, kind of talk about you know the people that may not be familiar with with the project legend. I mean, what's kind of the the basis behind it? Obviously, working with different producers and different musicians, things like that. Yeah, we were um, you know we were a, a full on touring band and, and the whole thing um, from two thousand and eight to two thousand and probably twelve and. Um, 
over that weird span and gap in time, because I went back to my uh, uh, my band for the Fallen Dreams, and uh, in that time, man, I, you know, I, it kind of went on the back burner because we weren't touring much. Uh, but then it kind of just turned into this weird um, every everybody's hands in the pot thing. Like it's just a big feature. Like I'll, I'll have you know multiple different producers or writers or um, you know guys come in and just hey, want to do a song together? Well, let's do it. And it's 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 so rad that this band um, or whatever it is band um, you know entity whatever it just kind of turned into this cool way to release music. And I think, man, that's that's the coolest part about this is that um, regardless um, of what's going on with other projects or, or anything, I can just write music with a bunch of guys who are down. And that could be anybody. It could literally be anybody. There's guys on this on the the EP that I've never worked with before. And, uh, you know, just just make music, man. That's what it's all about. Right. So to come together with like minds and write some heavy tunes. Uh, it's really cool. It went from being like a, a, a full on touring full lineup uh, band. And now it's just like this, this glorified studio project. And um, I've had a blast with it, man. It's, it's, it's helped me become a better uh, uh, vocalist and songwriter by working with guys from different avenues. It doesn't even necessarily even be something where they, um, they always write heavy music. It could be anything and uh, we'll put it out. It's, it's so it's cool. Before I talked to you, I did a podcast early with uh, with Doc Coyle. I was still looking at Bad Wolves, and I see the DLs in the band, and I'm I'm looking you back up and looking through some stuff, and then I see DL did a song with you. So yeah. so kind of talk about working with DL for for your track, and then obviously seeing him get the uh, Bad Wolves gig. Right. So uh, well, DL actually joined the band before it turned into this big studio project. So DL was a, a like a member of Legend. Um, we released um, the self titled record LGND Legend. Uh, in 2015 and DL mixed mastered and produced that record. Um, we were just fans of each other's music at the time. This was, you know, I think we started writing in probably 2014 and we just kind of became buddies and we ended up doing a full, uh, a full, um, album together. Uh, that was under rise records. It was a surprise drop. Uh, that was like some of the first recordings of DL, like on an album singing, right? So people, you know, it went from being like this genty, uh, heavy band to now we had songs where we had these huge soaring choruses with DL. Obviously, everyone knows what a you know phenomenal singer songwriter he is. So it was it was crazy, man. Like um, how it all kind of turned into what it is now for him. And that's that he's one of my best friends, man. I'm, and I'm so proud of him. He's 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 uh, come such a long way just as a vocalist and to see where he's at now and being able to enjoy uh, the fruits of his labor through Bad Wolves, who is just a killer band and great writers, all those guys, man. They're just all a bunch of very talented musicians. Uh, it's really rad to see DL just like spreading his wings and flying in this project. So, um, yeah, we did. Uh, well, what we did on this EP, he wrote Psychedelic Nightmare too, and that was, you know, classic DL, just ripping, man. And I think that's what people don't know about him yet. The newer fans of Bad Wolves don't know what an insane guitar player and songwriter he is. So I think that shows through in some of the Bad Wolves songs for sure. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked for him. It's it's just so rad to see how well that record uh, Dear Monsters is already doing. So it's crazy how insane of a singer he is, how insane of a guitar player he is. You know, then you got Doc's, you know, Bad Wolves connections, and and then uh, you know John's. Uh, Devil Driver connections, but then you listen to the album and Springfield Summer is going to be yeah. like. I told Doc, I was like, I was like, I'm calling it now. 
Summer Jam 2022 will be <laughs> Springfield Summer. Oh, dude. Everybody on, you know, rafts and fucking open face boats with truly's <laughs> in their hands. That's the anthem. Right. I, I, I heard it like uh, probably the week after he recorded him and I were FaceTiming while he was in the studio out there. And uh, he's like, uh, let me play this track. And I was like, oh, my God, you John Mayer singing son of a bitch. So <laughs> it's it's such a sick song, though, man. Just so well done all around. Yeah. And I think that's why this record of theirs stands out more than than anything else previously, because there's just so much more musicianship and layers to what they're doing now. Yeah. Well, first time, first listen through, we were like, is this more than words by extreme? And then I was like, that <laughs> reminded me of uh of uh oh god what was that song the toes in the sand the ass in the wow shit you know the the the, the zach brown band like you oh, know, okay like, okay i got like you. one of those like summertime jam songs mm-hmm. you know yeah once because i mean obviously they've got some some bangers on it too but when that one came up i was like damn okay here we go that's what you got to do man throw them for a loop right it was <laughs> the, the same with that comatose song i was like dude it's super like it's such a like a whimsical uh just like fun ride the whole record really is it's just like a fun ride of a record to just listen through and hear all the different styles you know and, and like you said there's still like some just some ass beating stuff too it's some real heavy shit so so when are you going to put out your springfield summer tune well um <laughs> funny enough okay um, i just wrapped up doing the new for the fallen dreams record and uh we went to springfield massachusetts with dl to do the vocal production Okay. So, um, again, you know, that's, that's my dude. So it, it made the most sense to just, you know, him and I have always been like bounced ideas off each other, whether it be singing and screaming or songwriting, whatever. So, um, when we were like, yo, we need to do something a little, a little different, maybe not so much Springfield summer different, but right. we, uh, we knew that that was, uh, the dude to go to, uh, you know, with our relationship and just his, his, um, singer songwriting ability to go there and do some. Uh, some different stuff, man, and I'm I'm very 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 excited to get that record out, which is uh, hopefully 2022. Then, so so when doing the the for the fallen dream stuff, how do you and Jim kind of bounce off? Like, I'm going to sing this part clean, I'm going to do this part heavy. You know, how do you guys take your parts into songs? Are they just kind of naturally come apart, come come together like that? Yeah, I think they just kind of you know we kind of can feel like where the song is heading. We can see like you know the initial pre-pro we kind of know the direction we're going to take but i think that's some of the best parts about being a musician is being in the studio because you get to like really spread your wings in different areas and kind of test the waters man and see like hey well why don't you try this or you know jim has a higher register than me so why don't you hit that and let me do something low here like that that's that's why i love doing the studios because you really get to push yourself and and push your guys as well like me and jim bouncing off each other and mark our drummer same way like he's like a He's a maniac, so he's always got a million ideas. And and sometimes I'm like, well, you know, I don't know, Mark. You can't let another- the drummer do too much. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but then other times, dude, he'll hit it. He'll hit some lightning in a bottle uh, pieces. And I'm like, okay, all right. So, uh, yeah, that's the way she works. When you guys are writing for, for the falling for, for the fallen dreams, uh, are you guys in a room? Are you guys file sharing? Where are we at now? Well, with 2021, how it is and 2022, how it was, um, it's a lot of file sharing. It's, it's, um, you know, everyone's in their mid thirties. Uh, everyone's got families and, and, you know, things that they do to keep, keep, um, you know, the bills paid. So it's, it's a lot harder now than it used to be when we were kids and we were able to just, you know, um, sit in a basement for six to eight hours and just write music. So we try to do that as much as possible. Um, 
but honestly, a majority of it, which um, I would like to try and st- stray away from is, is a lot of file sharing, but um, with all the equipment everyone has now, it's so much easier. Right. So it's, it can work. Just made me think in my earlier bands, our practice schedule, which sounds crazy to me now, but it was Monday through Thursday, 10 to midnight every night. <laughs> you know, like I, I, now I'm like, who I would die. I would literally <laughs> die if you tried to keep me up until midnight every night of the week. <laughs> yeah. Who has the time for that? That much practice? You kidding me? Rehearsals are different, but like right. that, you know, those are the golden, the golden years, man, when you're, when you're young like that. And I remember us doing it when we wrote changes in 2008, it was our first release with rise records. And we, um, we sat in a basement and we wrote those songs, man, like straight up and just sat in the basement and, and just, they weren't great, but they worked. And you know, that, that record helped, push us to where we still are now and able to do this. So somewhere we used to work back then like that. Yeah. GA rhymes in the chat room coming through. They need a refresher on Deadwalk. Not a hundred percent sure on that one. Uh, <laughs> drop that mixtape. You're the goat. Start burning CDs. Now is what he's telling you to do. Oh dude. Yeah. Start passing them out at warp tour and mayhem festival. <laughs> those that, were the days. Those were the days, man. I was, I was, like I said, we just, uh, I just interviewed Doc and we were talking about the early days of going to shows and flyering and, mm-hmm. you know, handbills and stapling stuff everywhere. And now, you know, you know what you're kind of doing, even with legend. I mean, you know, some of these dudes, you're never even going to get in the same room with <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> and That's how different, how different music is to this day. Right. To be able to put out a, you know, to put out a song or a record on like, you know, a platform and not ever even meet the guys. Like it just, it's crazy, but you know, it works. We're rolling with the times. Us old guys are, are figuring it out. So, yeah, we'll we'll get there one day, man. Um, cool. you know, in our in our, our our podcast chat we had a while back, you know, we talked about you know you be kind of being a big new metal guy growing up, and you know yes, how, how crazy is it? You know, Limp Biscuit just released an album, and everybody's into it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I've been on the train. I never got. I never got off the train. Right. But that's cool, man. I said, you know, it's it's rad to see. Like, uh, was it um, louder than life? Was that uh, what was the Chicago uh, one? Oh, right, yeah, right. Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza. Yeah, it's crazy that like that was the band of the weekend. Oh yeah, and I feel like so many people forgot like what an energetic, fun band they are. And um, I watched that live set, and it's so effortless, right? Like just watching Fred, it makes you think like. You just got to have fun, bro, because he's up there just fucking around and enjoying himself. And it takes away. You can tell it's stress free. He's just having fun. And that that people forget, like why that band is so iconic, because they're just naturally so in their bag with their sound and who they are as musicians. E- even the, the 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 title for the record, right, still sucks. That, you know, <laughs> go ahead and rip on us. But we're still Limp Bizkit. So um, great record. It's It's not a hot dog or a significant other, but great record. Yeah, I mean it's it's the record we need right now. <laughs> I agree, I agree. It's I, my favorite part is Wes's interview in there. Like, hey man, I you know, and, and I'm like, because mm-hmm. I interviewed Wes and we we did like a two hour interview. So hopefully, you know, hopefully, hopefully, I'm not their inspiration for that. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm they sure just put like some lo fi on your vocals. That's actually you asking those questions. I would I would have loved to have uh, you know if they would have snuck in a couple of questions. I asked them. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on, Wes. What are you yeah, doing? Ripping here? me, but yeah, the the best thing about that Lollapalooza gig is the fact of how crazy Wes looked, but everybody mm-hmm. was outraged by Fred. Yeah, like, right. You know that we're just so desensitized to Wes that yeah that that Fred in an old man costume yep. blows us all away. 
Yeah, no one blinked or batted an eye that, you know, Wes was wearing booty shorts and like work boots. <laughs> and that's what I love, man. I love that. Like, you know, it was crazy, like in the 90s when he was doing it and he was wearing contacts. I remember yeah. people being like, this guy's wearing fucking black contacts. Are you kidding Whoa, me? bro. This dude's edgy. <laughs> and now it's he's, you know, he's like this voodoo guy. He's got the whole thing. It, it, one of my favorite guitars, um, just just the riff lord. So it's yeah, it's it's cool, man. I love that they're they're back out and, and doing the thing. What's your take on uh, on 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 Slipknot kind of helping extreme music overall? You know, like there's so many bands I think now that have come out that kind of go back to the early Slipknot days to that kind of got them into 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 metal and into the heavier stuff. Man, they're the reason why I don't I don't a lot of people. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say a lot of people, but most people should be willingly open to admit that the reason a lot of musicians, especially myself, the reason we're doing what we're doing is because of bands like Slipknot that paved that way. Like when that self-titled record came out, there was nothing like it, man. No one had ever heard anything like that at the time. Nothing was that intense, but still catching. So it was massive. I remember seeing like the Oz, I was too young. I didn't go to the Ozfest, but, um, I remember seeing like the videos from that and it's just like the impact that band has had throughout the years and to still be doing it at the level they're doing it and still putting out these like killer records. It's just, it's, it's madness, man. Like I, I don't, I undoubtedly would not be the vocalist I am or into the music I am without Slipknot. And I don't think a vast majority of the heavy music scene or even the rock scene, like a lot of bands would not be, the bands they are with without that inspiration it's funny i had a band and we 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 got uh approached by roadrunner to to do some demos for them so we're like all right well we got to make some we made some songs that sounded similar to seven dust because you know that'll get on the airwaves right yeah. so we send we mail off these these demos and then we get the slipknot album and we're like fuck like, you know, you're like, oh, Shit. That, like that's we could have done that. <laughs> we could have been ourselves this whole time. Yeah, we could have just been ourselves and not try to try to <laughs> you know give them some radio airplay tunes, man. That's the hardest thing, man. Trying to figure like like to be yourself opposed to if Roadrunner reaches out and says, hey, we mm -hmm. want some new demos, write some new songs, and you're like, well, what do, what do you the the line of be yourself as opposed to well, what do they want, right? That, I feel like that was like a big thing for a lot of um, artists coming up. I mean, even I was in that mindset at one point where I was like, well, is this going to work for this or with if the label's happy or this, that or the other. Um, I think that's just like growing pains. Like as you get older and you realize like, hey, man, like I'm still doing it. I've been around for this long. I'm just going to keep doing what the fuck I'm doing and putting out music I enjoy. So fuck all the other noise. Let's just let's just put music out. But um. Yeah, it's, it's. I remember, you know, being a early, early years of FTFD and being like, "Well, is this is this too heavy?" I'd slap my, I go slap myself now. Think, thinking <laughs> things like that, man. Is Make it too heavier. heavy? Yeah, heavier. So, having a band that has has initials FTFD, are you? Do you? Are you mad that there's an F F F P? Five. <laughs> FFDP, there we go. <laughs> no, I'll take it, man. <laughs> You're I like, love, this, yeah. Gonna give it an initial war? Yeah, initial war. No, I'll, I'll take it, man. I mean, I get Franklin Township Fire Department way, <laughs> way more, way, way more often awesome. than I would than Five Finger. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll take those um, initial 
uh, comparisons to those guys any day. <laughs> I was looking at the uh, the Wikipedia for for the Fallen Dreams, and uh, I think I'm just going to add myself into former. Go, ahead, go, yeah, go for it. <laughs> it's turned into such a like a, a thing now, man. I some of those guys on there were maybe in the band for a week or filled in for a tour or like yeah. a ses- session drummer, but I think it's um it's just part of the uh, the legacy of FTFD that there's like. Or has been, you know, 50, 60 members or something like that. So just add your name. I, I go on there every every couple of weeks and add a new name. So not guys I don't even know. Mick Thompson, you know, shit like that. <laughs> those guys, those yeah. are the random, random like 70s baseball players and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they, um, you, you did the tune there we were listening to, despite me, from with uh, Andrew from uh, The Ghost Inside. Um, obviously, it's kind of seeing them back out playing shows big big shows. I mean, headlining mm-hmm. huge shows now. I mean, I, I don't know if the tragedy kind of helped them or the accident helped them kind of get in front of more people and right. might be more people or more people rooting for them. But I mean, tell me what it's like to kind of see him and, and those guys succeed after that terrible accident. It's, um, it's like a fairy tale story, man. It's, it's like something that you would see in a movie or read in a book. Like it doesn't seem real and to, and to, and to be close to the guys, um, to see them go through that and Andrew, all that he's come back from. It's just, I feel like the word inspiration isn't enough sometimes because it's just so, and I, I've texted him, told him this before. It's just so fucking crazy because I think, and that's another reason why people latch onto them now more than ever is because that story is just so powerful. What yeah. they've done, um, you know, and it's not like this happened when they were like on a downslope either. Like the accident happened when, when the ghost inside was smashing, they were doing really, really well. And then the accident happened and they take, you know, years off and then they come back and it's just insane. And everyone's behind them. And it's not just because it's like a sympathy thing. Like they're a legitimate phenomenal band and all like just that story is so powerful. And to see them headlining, like I, Andrew and I were talking, this is probably last month. And, um, he's like, dude, I'm, uh, I'm heading over to Europe soon, this, that, and the other. He's like, we're headlining over Meshuggah. Let that sink in. And I was like, I can't even comprehend that. Like, it's just, but it's so rad, man. And, and I love to see all of my friends um, and even acquaintances just do well and win. And I think seeing Andrew battle from what he went through and still be the sickest drummer and guitar player. He, the dude's just so multi-talented. So, Man, it's it's again, it's it's like a it's like a fairy tale. It's a story, and the fact that they're doing it now, still, and they're killing it. They're headlining these massive festivals. I'm so stoked for them. So keep on rolling, man. They're they're a true testament to uh, you know just keeping the train moving, and uh, it, it's it's crazy. So back to legend. Um, do you do you find yourself being kind of a, a genius in the fact that you know you you start a singles producing behind the scenes band during a pandemic when nobody can get out and uh, do anything. Well, I don't know about genius. I'd say I was very bored. Like, <laughs> bored's more the word, yeah. Uh, it, but yeah, I, I think a lot of, a lot of bands and a lot of artists kind of dug a little deeper during the pandemic and myself included. Uh, there's a lot of time in that free time, you know, where I just kind of reflected on material I had put out material I was going to put out and either, I wasn't happy with it or it made me want to work harder to put out better material. And I think doing something a little off and just getting random guys 
I mean, that's why we do this shit, just to create music. Like whether you tour off, it's one thing; it doesn't matter. But just to create music and have fun—that's that's kind of why we all started doing this in the first place. So to just again to come back with like minds and, and guys who kind of just get the vision or like, hey, I got a song; it's sick. Do you want to sing on it? Do you want to scream on it? And that's what we did, man. So it was, uh, it's really cool. I, I'm a little taken back sometimes by the fact that Legend is still able to do this like right. people's it seems like people still care so we're gonna keep <laughs> we're gonna keep putting out music as long as i'm able man and, and the fact that it's just like this rad studio project for me and anybody that's involved um shout out to anybody out there who's listening and wants to rip a song together man let's do it so um yeah it's rad man i'm very i'm very proud of what the band or the projects turned into it's really cool yeah, man. Every time it pops up, man, I'm I'm proud of you. Proud of everything you're doing. Uh, definitely looking forward to to more legend stuff. Definitely looking forward to the new for the fallen dreams. Um, give me a give me a rundown when uh you know when is the next legend tune dropping? And then, like I said, with the uh with with for the fallen dreams tours, all that stuff coming together. Yeah, um, the new legend stuff's looking. We will probably have this is all going to come out as an EP at, at some point. It's just kind of we're kind of just. Rise has been so fucking cool. We're kind of just winging it as we go, but we have a release plan to still put these songs out as an EP. Uh, we, I still have a handful more left to release. Um, FTFD will have a new record out in 2022. Um, so we'll be touring off that and, and doing the full cycle. So I'm excited, man. Lots of cool stuff. And I'm, I'm very happy in, in the way the gears are turning right now. So Absolutely. Well, Chad Rulig, man, thanks for taking some time with us. Not best switch. Throwback throw down with Toomey, and uh, we'll we'll end us with a little pagan prayer. There we go. Appreciate you. All right, man. Take care. The Talk To Me podcast presented by NotFest.com. Follow the show at Talk To Me Talk. Be sure to subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review on your favorite podcast app to get the latest from the Talk To Me podcast. Talk to me.